What up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Kevin on stage. She's Angel. Welcome to another episode of the Best Players Podcast. Folks, this today. We got somebody in our office. Somebody at the office tested positive for the vid. Uh, the property manager was like, hey, somebody on the third floor got the vid. I said, who got the vid? They said, we can't tell you because of the HIPAA. The HIPAA said, yeah, we can't tell you who got the vid. But hey, we finna deep clean the office. So I was like, man, we out of school today. We just go, I might just, honestly, guys, I might just, we might just stay home for a minute. Let me just, for like, let me just take a minute, you know what I'm saying? Let some things settle out. You know what I'm saying? Might just, we might just be in the house for a minute. Just, let me just be safe. Because LA out here having a triple-double quarantine right now. You know what I'm saying? We always get tested. Oh, me, Angel, Josh, Liz, Brennan, three times a week. But shoot, we ain't going to Thanksgiving. My Mm -hmm. grandma ain't come Thanksgiving. Finna be in the house. Finna be sad, but also happy. So just allow us a couple videos and then when we, you know, when the person at the bid, you know, who got the vid at, down at the office, you know, let me get them out there. And then, you know, after after Thanksgiving, maybe a couple of days after we be back, get tested and everybody be OK. Get the rapid test. Amen. 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 All right. First things first. We talked about this on the bonus episode, but more information came out. Actually, first things first. Uh, Thanksgiving is tomorrow when you're watching this. Right. So make sure to get your Keep Your Distance ticket. Yeah. Cece Winans could never put her leg up like this. Y'all like, know what type of skill Cece got. I'm not going to put Cece is an amazing vocalist, but Cece ain't doing this. <laughs> like you know, I about pull my hamstring out. You <laughs> got to stretch. because I, so I, <laughs> I want y'all to know how <laughs> ridiculous we will what links we will go to to make you laugh. We actually shot that video in one day. It was actually edited the next day and ready to post. Yeah. Waited, but Angel literally seeing dance comedy, bare children, breastfeed. <laughs> she was a math teacher. She taught musical theater randomly. Somebody was like, "Angel's your guest host." She was my musical theater teacher. I was like, "What do? <laughs> is it personalities, Angel? What is it? Why do you do so many things well? I need answers now." don't do so many things well. I just do them with a positive attitude. So people are like, who's good at that? (laughs) (laughs) She's a good person and talent. Uh, It's ridiculous. But that video, that's my type of zone of genius. That type of foolishness and carrying on. You were in your... So they left it in. But when I turned around to say Angel's crazy and I looked back, that was actually the first time I saw her doing that. So my reaction was like, she literally was like, <laughs> at the time I turned around, she was she doing her hand like this. It was your fault. It was your fault. I asked Kevin, because I always do. Now, I like, to, I like to be a good actress, and I like to ask the director or whoever has the creative vision, what do you want from me? Just like I did for this show, I said, what do you want from me? Same thing. He said, I want you to go all the way there. Bet. That's what that. <laughs> and then after- I guess I don't know what you're all the way there. I'm still coming to learn that what all the way, but I love it. 
You said, cherish the laughter. You said, <laughs> you gotta do. Uh, wrong with you. But BB and CC liked it. They approved. They approved. Anita Baker tweeted it out. Anita Baker. I'm not gonna be petty. I will do it. Take this opportunity to gloat to Tony Baker. I will not gloat at all to Tony Baker that she retweeted me and she hasn't retweeted him. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna be petty because I'm experiencing growth. Old Kevin, oh, he would have texted Tony Baker. He would have talked about it for at least a minute on his podcast about how he just learned about Anita Baker, but she's obviously a fan of his. Old Kevin would have done that, but me, new therapy Kevin? Oh, he wouldn't even bring it up. He won't bring it up. I don't even in this beef, but Anita Baker retweeted what I did. Like she retweeted it. Look, I don't even care about y'all. Where she's aware, you angel. She's aware. Oh, CC said that something ain't right with me. Like if that ain't the biggest compliment, the best. A comic. That is literally the best. So, um, anyway, Angel is just great. She's the best. It, it was so much fun to uh, to do it, and uh, I can't wait to make for, more stuff. So buy your tickets, uh, seventeen dollars with promo code Kev. You get to watch it all day Thursday and Friday. Have a good laugh with your family, things like that. Okay, like I was saying, we talked about this on the bonus episode at uh, pretty much at length, but there's new information. So we all watched the Fresh Prince uh, reunion on HBO Max. And the part that most people were the most excited about was what happened with Aunt Viv because she actually came back. Um, They touched on it on the episode, but on the red table talk, Mm -hmm. oh, and they talked about it a little bit more. So how how, how should we start this? I guess Will Smith let Janet Hubert tell her story. Yes. And it wasn't the story that I had believed for the last 27 years. Mm-hmm. Number one thing, uh, Janet Hubert did not get fired. Boom. She did not get fired. I thought she got fired. Josh and Angel, I'm sure you guys thought she got mm-hmm. fired. Oh, yeah. The whole world thought she got fired. Mm-hmm. What actually happened is they offered her a reduced role and we found out what that was. 10 episodes. You can't work. work. But also, usually it's a, I believe that show is 26 episodes, usually 26 to 30, something like that. No, I think it was only like 22, but still. that's 22, 22. So a little bit less than half, but she also was under exclusive deal where she couldn't work elsewhere. So Mm -hmm. they're going to pay her less, feature her less, but also prevent her from working elsewhere. And she declined. And she wanted Will to go to bat for her. And by his own admission, he did not. Hmm. Initial thoughts on that, guys. Angel, Joshi. I mean, it was a definitely a, a butthole move by the network as a way to, and that was their response of feeling like Janet would have become difficult and she was ruffling the feathers of the star. Hmm which <clears throat> that is their that is where their investment is at their investment is in will yeah so it's kind of like when there's no conversation it feels very like like middle school type of behavior 
Like when there's no conversation had and it's just like, oh, you're going to do this? Well, I'm going to do this and Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do this. While I I do believe that there were parts that all parties played at the end of the day, the repercussions she faced, that was like, that was so harsh. Like to cut, because that's a lot. I mean, granted, she was still going to be making some money, but that's Mm -hmm. a huge amount of money to cut from someone's check unexpectedly and then prevent them because usually you can't when you're a series regular you can't work on other people's shows you can do like maybe a three episode arc mm-hmm. as a star on another show and typically that show can't air the same time as your show like there's a bunch of stipulations mm-hmm. they even um when you're about to do movies like they can put stipulations around that so there are contracts out there that sometimes make it like if you sign with if you a book with disney or Nickelodeon, like as a child, or even as an adult, they usually have the clauses of, you can't work for nobody. So we're watching this live with our Patreon. Jay, uh, Chief Levi, said, I only watched the Red Table preview. Was Will blaming his childhood on what happened with Janet? Great question. Mm. I wouldn't say he's blaming it. I would say, and I still want your thoughts, Joshi. Um, when you go to therapy, because I've been going for a couple of months, so much of your framing of your world is built in your childhood, how you see yourself, how you interact with each other, how dynamics play out. And basically, the way it happened, Will's father uh, used to beat his mom. And Will, the Will character of himself and the Fresh Prince was born out of him realizing that if he could keep his dad laughing, he wouldn't be angry enough to hit his mom. So that's where his jovial nature came from. Uh, If he could keep people laughing and going, then there wouldn't be violence. So what he tried to do is keep that persona. But Janet Hubert was a Juilliard trained actress. She had just come from Broadway. She was used to more of a professional environment, she said. Mm -hmm. And Will was a star. He was young. He was like his dressing room was more of like a rapper's dressing room, which is loud, entourage and because he was the star, like to Angel's point, the network, if there's going to be a feud and one of the show, the feuders is the star of the show and one is a person that can be replaced, whether she's wrong or right. Right. And I don't think she was wrong. They're going to go with the person who they're banking on. Right. Mm-hmm. And as they prove, they could replace her and keep the show going. It's not as good of a show, but it still airs. So Will basically was saying that. Um, the more he had two modes trying to make you happy. Right. And she was like, I didn't think it was funny and I wasn't going for your jokes and I wasn't going to laugh. And what? And she was 34 years old. So that made him try to make her laugh harder, which annoyed her even more. And then he realized when that wasn't going to work, his other mode was the dragon mode, which was cut you so bad. We never fight again. So, Where did he learn that term dragon mode? That's what was is that like a, a therapy term? Because that I don't know. I never heard it either. I was like, maybe he learned that from talk space. When money's tight, investing in yourself may not be the top of at the top of your mind, right? <laughs> Mental health is a necessity, not a luxury. And guess what? Taking care of yourself doesn't have to break the bank. Investing in your mental health has a long-term benefits. And with talk space, it can actually be affordable. Now, listen, <laughs> I might be here by myself, but you're not alone. If you need help and you need someone to talk to, there are licensed professional therapists <laughs> that you can go to in Talkspace. 
with Talkspace Online Therapy, connect with a licensed therapist for a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Get matched with your perfect therapist from the comfort of <clears throat> your device and reach out 24-7 whenever someone's on your mind. The Talkspace Network is composed of thousands of licensed therapists who have experienced in over 40 specialties, in including but not limited to treating depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, relationship issues, eating, food, and much more. That's why I was like, is that how we'll know? It must have been. I, I Listen, Melissa just matched with her therapist on Talkspace. I use a regular therapist and I use Talkspace. Like my, Interestingly enough, my regular therapist, Nanny, tested positive for the vid. So she had to push my sessions uh, mm -hmm. because she had nobody watch her kid. So, you know, Talkspace was like, OK, well, let me go on Talkspace because I got to get, I got to get some stuff off my chest. You got to let so, it I mean, out. It can be your main therapist. It can be a, a, a subsequent therapist. It could be somebody you can text with. Um, so check them out, match with somebody and, um, you know, get your life together. And that, that's somebody you could text with is super important, too, because it's not like you're texting the friend who might have a biased opinion on, like, I'm a ride for you. Right. This is like an unbiased paid professional that you could just let some steam off with to hear a, a perspective. Absolutely. So, so the bottom line is, if you need somebody to talk to, Talkspace wants to give you the support you deserve at a price you can afford. As a listener of the podcast, you can get $100 off your first month on Talkspace to match with your perfect therapist. Go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure you use the code CREW. Crew. To get a hundred dollars off your first month and show your support to the show. That's crew. Crew and talkspace.com. Angel, I have trust issues because of you now. <laughs> I believe you are asking me legit questions. I answer them and then it's an ad. I am an idiot because I know there's an ad coming. I didn't check and see what time we started. And I'm just like, man, this conversation's going great. <laughs> And you know in anime when the other they're about to fight and then a person powers up and they're like, whoa, that's how I feel. <laughs> she she's learning, she's transitioning with such power. <laughs> I thought we were just talking. What was she's never been this powerful before. <laughs> <laughs> what was yeah, so that's hilarious? Crew with a K, just for clarity. Yes, it's crew with a K. What's hilarious is that Josh had put in the chat first ad which is also a term oh. on sets. so i was like first day first assistant director what did they do to janet what did they do to will and my brain was like dur, dur, dur. and then i was like oh he means ad Let i didn't even know. see i just saw the private chat i was so busy looking at the comments so i was like hey, gosh, I was gonna do ad like this but she was in production i i didn't i didn't know the the system for this so i just i took no it. that was good that was perfect. But me. okay that was perfect, that so, was perfect. Uh, i do watch right, anime chris chris sullivan who's watching live on patreon said i'll be watching anime i watch dragon ball z and jojo's adventures or something like that so anyway back to the topic at hand um i i don't feel it's fair to say blaming it on the childhood i feel like he's trying to trace where those behaviors came from and i feel like um uh a lot of times we it's not i want to say cop out but it's like we belittle therapy by saying, oh, it all goes back to your childhood. But in a lot of ways, that is how you uh, are framed. And he said he was trying to replace the family dynamics that he had in his real life. So I guess when Janet Hubert wasn't going for it, he said, basically, he complained about her. And, and I honestly agree with him. On, I, I can see how this happened. He complained about her. And he wasn't aware of how the machine of Hollywood, which we'll talk about a little bit more later, 
would take that. Like the people he told that weren't gonna just keep that to themselves. And once the executives and the network got hold of that, um, they were gonna side with him on almost automatically. So I feel like he wasn't really aware of the weight of his words and he, uh, and it kind of got away with him. He alluded a lot to being young uh, and immature and not protecting her. I honestly thought he he kind of handled it well because she was she she didn't let up and they didn't they they had a lot of good pieces that was in the red table talk that was not in the reunion. Which shouts out to Westbrook. What a smart way to to promote that HBO Max to have your own show get you know. But they were companion pieces because. If I didn't see the red table talk, I didn't feel slighted. I just right. I didn't know. And if I didn't, and I only saw the red table talk, I would have wanted to go and watch the um the actual uh thing. So uh what did you what did you want to say, Josh? I, I mean, I, I understand his reasoning with like I was young, I didn't re- kind of realize that this is the type of direction it could have gone because I mean, being 21 in the industry, you there's no way you can have a full understanding of how a network could interpret of like i'm complaining about somebody at as a star um the first thing you think of is they're not like gonna take that to to heart and like give them a bad contract whatever they i mean i I feel bad because they literally treated her if she were playing like on a basketball team they treated her as a bench player with a rookie contract Mm -hmm. yeah And, and that's 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 not fair for any i mean it's like she was a um like a guest star one episode or something like, like she was at, I mean, she's in the family. Like it's, I don't know. I didn't really, it's, it's cool to see that perspective now, but also um, to Will's point, like you said, I I do think he handled it pretty well because being that young, you're not, you're not thinking complaining is going to result to people getting a terrible experience overall in entertainment in Hollywood. Yeah. BS on some of it though. Oh, because Okay, him getting her fired potentially is one thing. Well, not fired, but him getting, you know, being his actions being a result, excuse me, of her contract changing is one thing. So I ain't gonna put that on him. But his actions afterwards, he's fully aware that like his word on like the radio and on interviews holds a lot more weight. Like there's no way he didn't know that. He was all, he was the star by this time. So for him, not <clears throat> for him to continue to bash her after she was gone, there was what was the point of that? Like what well, I think it? uh I'm sorry, Angel, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh well, no, that's the only thing. Like I get I'm here for therapy and what it leads you to, but at some point in time you have to recognize that you were just being a jerk. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I, I definitely think that said his ego. Yeah, you have he said that that was what I think he was alluding to with the dragon part. Like he I think that was the part where he was like, okay, you want to play like this? I don't know. I didn't mind I might have got this ball rolling unknowingly, but when she came out, she was barking and he was barking, but he 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 carried so much more weight in Hollywood. And the thing that was not surprising, but like it was hard to to hear from her is the fallout as a response. Like she was basically, you know, she said this in the the reunion, it was like a kiss of death, the calling her difficult. And then um, it basically made it 
you know, made her unhirable, you know, and there was no social media. So she couldn't tweet and be like, actually, this would happen. There's no shade room. Like back then it was literally Hollywood was the only machine publicists, interviews. And people were like, uh, Will Smith is humongous. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go against him wrong or right. I'm going to go with uh, on his side or I'm not going to touch it at all. Yeah. Then, uh, so then she lashed out more. He lashed out more. And then it's basically 27 years of that same like merry-go-round of like pain. Uh, and it looks like, I don't know if you guys feel the same. It looks like they kind of both were kind of like, I don't really want to keep doing this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <softened up> and, <laughs> yes. They both look tired. Listen, listen, I, you know, I've taken my vitamins and everything, but I don't, I don't have it no more. Okay. Like these B12 shots is not going to be enough. <laughs> For me to focus my energy on talking about you, it's just yeah. not going to. And it's unfortunate because she ended up. I mean, granted, she some of her behavior is definitely like, "Girl, stop being crazy." But she ultimately ended up looking just foolish and crazy because nobody really believed anything. She just seemed bitter, and a part of her was bitter. Like, I mean, I would have been bitter too if I felt like my voice was being silenced and nobody was taking my side. Oh, you would have blown it up, Angel. You know you like to throw a grenade and stuff. I would have been so much worse. And it would have made it so much worse for me. That's the that's the only thing is that sometimes, like when I blow up stuff, usually people don't have, we're usually about the same amount of power. They might have a little bit more, but it's not that gigantic of a thing. Mm -hmm. I can't even get the, the, the <laughs> grenade up there. Yeah, but I feel like for her, it was like she couldn't even get the grenade to even hit him for real. He suffered no repercussions from him talking about her or her getting uh, her being let out of her contract. He suffered not one repercussion. Yeah, that. and honestly, Angel, let, let me ask you this: Is it common for like for that contract? I I thought. On, on those type of shows, they they like are you're automatically in like they can keep renewing. I didn't know they they can take your episodes back like like that. Yeah. So usually you sign like a five to six year contract. You're basically saying I am going to be locked into this show in five to six years. Okay. However, as a show becomes more successful, actors are able to come. Obviously, actors are able to come back to the table because they realize the show is making the advertisers are paying more money yep. to be played during this show. So if that's the case, if a show is blowing up, for instance, we have a negotiated deal right now for here's the thing that I'm good mm -hmm. with. Here's the thing goes to Netflix. I'd be darned if I'm going to Netflix at the same deal that I have. No, no, right? you absolutely, you're going to take it. <laughs> absolutely not. I'll be like, <laughs> you're going to have to get some other chick that's going to be like, chicks. <laughs> you know I will. <laughs> yeah. So when, um, so it, so just like Will, I'm sure, got paid more going into season three. He didn't go like he didn't start off at whatever he was making an episode at first season as he did sixth season. He was making a lot more. So at that time of renegotiation, there's also a thing called um, you can't force work, meaning What's if someone, mean? oh, you're gonna so meaning if someone is unhappy with their their the workplace if they're ha unhappy with their deal if they're unhappy with all this <laughs> that chick devil that's right that's right Kimberly if, if, uh, 
If I if I don't uh, nego- renegotiate Angel, I'm getting that chick devil. Oh, you already know. But um, you can't force a person to work under their signed agreement. They can always decide not to come in. You know, you oh, get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the reason why negotiation is always available. It doesn't mean that the other side has to agree to it. Mm. They can let you out. They can, they can take you to court. But you can't force a person to work under certain circumstances just because they signed a contract. You're always able to come back to the table or you can just take it to court. So that's what happens in like television. So it looks like it was a Darth Vader thing like, hey, you alter the deal. And, they, and the network was like, and pray I don't alter it further. And they were like, she was like, dang, bro, like I feel trapped. And she said, this is a part that of inside that I didn't know. She was, well, I knew she was pregnant, but she was also having a tough time at home. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I was kind of on some other, like, you know, like she, she, she owned more of it than I had known. And he owned more of it. And uh, I don't know. It was good to see them reconcile and good for them to have growth. Which brings me to our next topic. Literally, as we were setting this up, uh, setting up this stream, Dave Chappelle released uh, something on Instagram called Unforgiven, mm-hmm. which is he's kind of I don't I don't quite know how to like call what he's been releasing the last couple of years because I wouldn't call it like a stand up special. No, he's not doing that. He's just yeah. doing talkbacks. He's doing it's like, like talkback. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a talkback. So this one's titled Unforgiven. This is why. And I'll give you the like uh, beats. And then I want to hear you guys give you the audience the beats because me, Josh and Angel just watched it as we were setting up. Essentially, the day he accepted the Saturday Night Live um, uh, thing, uh, hosting, Netflix announced that they earned the rights to uh, Chappelle's show. He told a story about how he was playing uh, three card Monty and he was watching. He saw the three card Monty dealer. If you guys don't know that, that's the game where they pick a card, any card, guess the red card, you know, blah, 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 blah. Top dog, underdog is a play about it. Um, and he saw that the red card was bit. So he was like, I'm going to win. He had $60 to his name. He's supposed to take a, a woman out for the weekend. He puts all his money down because the crowd is cheering. He's like, these guys are dumb. Me, David, I smart. You guys, dumb, dumb. Puts his money down. He's certain this is the car. He points at it. It's wrong. He doesn't know how he got beat. Guy takes his money. He sulks away. But he stands there and watches all day long. And he figures out that the people around the game are in on it. So if you know how Three Card Monty works, there's the dealer. There's the spotter. I know this from Play Top Dog Underdog, which is amazing. There's the Mark, which is Dave Chappelle, the person in the ho- in the thing, the Kevin Fredericks, who the Knicks guy sells tickets to. He's the Mark. He's the guy that like, oh, this guy, we can beat him, right? And their crew is also part of the crowd, making it look official, and that's how they goad you into playing, right? Because I'm Dave Chappelle in this scenario. I absolutely would have been like, I'm smart. I would win. <laughs> There's more to it than meets, but the biggest part of the game is making it look legit. So... He tells that story and uh, he sticks around and he's like, uh, another white dude's about to play. And he's like, hey, don't play the game's rig. And the dude who's a dealer jacks him up and is like, don't ever come between a man and his money. So Dave Chappelle learned a valuable lesson that day. He said he thought the dude was going to kill him, but he saw how scared he was and he let him go. Don't let a man become between his money. He also tells a story about 
when he was coming up. And all this makes sense. And I'm trying to paraphrase it for you. But he tells a story about when he was an up and coming comedian, this older comedian asked him to borrow a joke. And Dave was like, sure, man, borrow it, but give it back. Later on, the guy was like, hey, man, you keep doing that joke. And Dave's like, yo, that's my joke. I need it back. And the guy's like, I'll pay you 50 bucks for it. And Dave's like, no, man, I'm up and coming. I don't have like a lot of material. I need all my good stuff. And the dude was like, I'll just take it then. And he did. He took the dude's joke and he was a bigger name. And Dave learned another valuable lesson that the bigger players can sometimes just take some for you. All that setup is for what happened with Netflix. The uh, Hollywood is the um, three card Monty setup. Cause when he signed his contract with Comedy Central, both lawyers are like, this is a good deal. This is a good deal. And he's like, okay, but he didn't realize they're all in on it, which I can tell you right now, that is absolutely how it be. And when they streamed his show, all they had to do technically and legally was pay Viacom. But Viacom didn't pay Dave Chappelle because he quit and all that stuff. So he didn't get paid from Viacom for the show adequately. He then doesn't get paid because legally Netflix, um, Dave Chappelle is not the owner of the Chappelle show. He sold that name and with it his name and likeness to Comedy Central throughout the universe in, in perpetuity through all parts here, here with 4-2. Mm-hmm. And now they can just take a show. He also pitched this show to HBO. They told him not only no or yes, which is what happens at most pitching pitch meetings. They were like, what do we need you for? Right. And they were also streaming the Fresh Prince. So Dave asked the people of the world to boycott, not Netflix. He said specifically not Netflix, but the Chappelle show boycott me. Um, and he want Netflix to pay them, pay him. But you mean comedy, do you mean Comedy Central? No, no, Netflix. No, no. The, the, the platform that the, that the Chappelle show is now available to watch on. Oh, the oh, okay. Yeah. But Netflix took it down. But Netflix took it down. Yes. So I believe they must have, because by the time I got on, it, it had only been out for like 18 minutes. But it was it's already gone on Netflix. When you search Chappelle show, all that comes up is all Dave's um Dave's stand-up specials. So Dave is like, this is why I really rock with Netflix because legally they did not have to listen to me. They were well within their legal right to post my show without paying me a dime. They offered to pay me, but he was like, this show makes me feel bad. And Netflix took it down because of how Dave Chappelle feels. Listen, that's why I mess with them. People don't realize that Hollywood is so shysty. Yeah, like people, we get so caught up in the glitz and glam because that part is very attractive. The thought Mm -hmm. of being paid, be paid absorbent amount of money to look amazing on TV and to have everybody know your name and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But they don't realize there's so many things happening in like what feels to be like dark, seedy rooms because they'll have you thinking one thing and then they scam you into another, which brings us to our next ad scam goddess. Join the congregation and listen to the podcast phenomenon sweeping podcast players around the world. I'm talking about Scam Goddess with Lacey Mosley. Excuse me, Lacey Mosley, aka the Scam Goddess, finds or loves fraud, hoodwinks, hoaxes, and double crosses, which is why she created her podcast, Scam Goddess, a podcast dedicated to all things fraud and those who practice it. This is this is what we talk about. This is like fraudulent behavior that they legally put in a contract though. Mm-hmm. 
Each week, Lacey is joined by hilarious comedians to talk about the hottest hoodwinks, greatest grifts, and uh, dubious double crosses in history. The listeners send Lacey their own stories of scamming and being scammed. Just make sure your scams are retired. Lacey's not trying to snitch on anyone. Hear the tales of polygamists lying to the government, fake doctors, Tinder swindlers, and shady activists you may be following on Twitter. With special guests like Nicole Byer, Trixie Mattel, Joel Kim Booster, Gabby, Gabby Dunn, or Gabby Dunn, and more. Check out Scam Goddess now. You can subscribe on Twitter, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen. Watch it right now. So your thoughts, Angel and Joshua. You know, it, it it's like that is a big thing out here is that you can easily sign bad contracts. Like it's so easy to do be, because they purposefully put a lot of legal jargon in there that for the regular mind, the person that has not been to law school, it's hard to even there are lawyers who be getting tripped up in the, the legal work because they use terms that purposefully make it so that you don't honestly understand so you have to put a team of people around you that you trust and unfortunately at that time david didn't have a team that he could trust he trusted the people who were going to benefit from his his demise pretty much yeah joshy yeah uh adding to what andrew said he trusted that room full of people he said he hired um a lawyer to try and figure it out but the lawyer knew the contract people too they're all friends like they're you're all never friends, that. man and uh, he also uh, noted that, like, he was young and in bad circumstances to where he needed bread. He needed something. And he knew it wasn't, like, the best situation, but being reassured, like, oh, you're going to be fine. And at the time, you're not thinking that the, the Chappelle show is going to grow to what it ended up growing to be. Right. At 21 years old when you're trying to just – I think he was 21 is what he said. Um, when you're just trying to pay the rent. And um, right. I don't know, man. It's I mean, entertainment is not – is not for the fame in general from from music side to as well as uh actors on television like case in point i i think there needs to be like legally no matter what a clause in every contract that allows some renegotiation especially when it like this is what like 20 almost 20 years now since that show was like it is about 20 years yeah um like there has to be some kind of some kind of clause to uh he he needs to be getting paid for um for these bigger like network pickups like going on netflix and you're not even getting a dime hbo max yeah and i think just because something is illegal doesn't mean it's right and that was kind of his point like just because you can do it like to angel's point like now obviously you know angel's a friend of mine and you know my reputation is to take care of talent anyway but like I, I signed contracts like with the boys in Austin's TV when we made YouTube videos, they owned all the rights in perpetuity forever. And I was kind of like Dave Chappelle, like we don't have a lot of money. You know, this is going to be, you know, this is our livelihood. You don't you're not really in a position to negotiate with the network. You don't like it. Bye. So when the boys um, uh, YouTube sketches got you know wrapped up and sold to Nickelodeon, I know they didn't give us fair value, mm-hmm. right? You know that what's what? This is a, the whole point is to buy it for cheap and license it, and now, because you already own it, you don't have to repay the talent. Now they did repay us, but it was pennies on the dollar, and that's like 
some of the lessons that I'm like glad I learned early in those things is I'm like, that's why you do that. That's why you do that. But you can also like there's two documentaries. There's an, a documentary called Organized Noise. And it's about Rico. I believe his name is Rico Wade. And he's a big part of the Dungeon family with Outcast. And he basically was like Diddy for Atlanta. But he took care of his artists. Mm-hmm. He didn't meet people. Um, Diddy, as much as people may love him, he's been accused of taking advantage of his artists time and time again. Even Mace uh, recently was talking about how Diddy wouldn't sell him his publishing. And it's like a lot of times people are like, that's how you become, you can only become a billionaire by taking advantage of people. And there's very few people who, I, I don't even know anybody who can say that without uh, argument. But essentially Rico Wade could have done what Diddy did, but he was like, but nah, though, these are my people. And as a result, he wasn't as rich as Diddy is or that he could have been, but he had peace, if that makes sense. And, and I think uh, that's, that's, that's kind of how I would rather operate, uh, to be at peace with my people than to be like, I'm the only one rich. And I think even if someone as powerful as Dave Chappelle is right now, right. I still could sell that show without him being able to do anything. And they didn't even have to ask his opinion or tell him nothing. Not a thing. And he felt like it was just like that dude who took his joke. I'll just take it. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why we're working on the Kevin Stage Studios app. If you own it, you mm-hmm. can still license it, right? Yeah. That's a key difference. Angel, if she owns a show and she puts it on the Kevin Stage Studios app, she is the owner. The app is the licensee. So if Netflix wants to buy it, Angel won't have to ask for my approval mm-hmm. because I will hold a license. And the same thing for my shows. Keep Your Distance Comedy, we recut that. We're working on it now. Actually, this is what I got to do this week on Thanksgiving since I can't go nowhere and my grandma can't come to my house. I might as well work on these edits. But I can license that, pay the comedians again a fair amount, but then I still own the show. And the, the key difference is Dave sold the show, just like Grey's Anatomy. Shonda Rhimes fell out with ABC. Grey's Anatomy is is theirs. theirs. She'd been gone, what, four or five years? Mm-hmm. And it's still making Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. And, and that's the way, listen, these big companies, they don't be wanting to allow people to own stuff. They In perpetuity is, it is standard. In perpetuity, Angel, throughout the in universe. In if you go to Mars and Mars has Netflix, we own it there too. Yeah. And I don't know when it switched to that, what made studios become like monsters in that way. Because you'd be thinking, wouldn't it be good just for 30 years? Could we just do a 30-year thing? Why I got to be in perpetuity? Like, why we got to make it so that, like, my kids and everybody... You know the story of Disney and copyright, Angel? Tell me. So Disney got built off of making uh, those fairy tales, Snow White, Cinderella. Those were, like, old fairy tales. So when the copyright came up, because before copyright law was only seven years, you could only own the copyright on a work like that for seven years. Disney took all those works and maybe, yeah, seven years. And then with the money they made, they paid to change the copyright laws. First from seven years, then to 10, 
15, 30, and then in perpetuity. So they took someone else's work and built their company off of it and then changed the game so other people couldn't do that. So like somebody was saying, like, I believe it for standard was 30 for a long time. Mm-hmm. But Star Wars initial copyright had came up like if it weren't for Disney, you could have made Star Wars, you could have rebooted it personally. Mm-hmm. Disney was like, oh no, we can't do that. And oh. that's what people in power do. They beat, they play outside of the rules, and then they change the rules of the game so right. that nobody can ever do, do that again. It's crazy. It's so crazy. And that's why when a lot of times when you're in this business, you kind of have to, this is the way I see it. Like when you're creating, right? Like Dave Chappelle had a show that he created that Netflix, not Netflix, uh, Comedy Central was like, yeah, we want to buy it. It's almost like, I feel like I have to give up the child that I like the least first (laughs) so that I can personally take care of the child I like the most. Yes. That makes sense. Like I have to give up a project that, I'm like, low key, if if I don't get to keep this forever, I'm okay. So that the thing that's most precious to me, I can personally finance and know that it is entirely mine. And like, and if you don't have that that thought in your head, you give up the your gym. Like this is, I'm sorry, I don't think Dave Chappelle will ever be able to do something in my mind as poignant as the Chappelle show was. Yeah, that he, yes. I feel like that was his big joker. Not to say I don't love his stand-up. I do. I love his, I love these talkbacks and stuff. But there was something that that Chappelle show did in a moment in history that I don't personally think he could recreate, but I could be wrong. So it's just like, dang, we go in usually with our best idea, thinking like, mm-hmm. this is it. This is going to be it. Yep. But that person owns your best idea. And you yeah. be waiting for the Lord to download another best idea. <laughs> He's like, that was it. That was it. And luckily for him, he's come back and at least made the money. And if there will be a, Dave, a Chappelle show, Netflix is going to be the player. And that's I'm more. Uh, well, actually, before we go to that, here's my question to you, Josh and Angel. Monique, do we owe her an apology? Or is this an example of Netflix favoring men and not women? Because is 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 she the... I don't actually. I want to make that thing, but y'all might owe her an apology. I don't, <laughs> because I thought and Monique was saying to begin with. No, I didn't think she was crazy. I, I just thought I get the contract dispute. I personally was like, man, but I don't want to boycott Netflix as a whole, right? But she, I never thought she was wrong. I oh, you're saying for not, not do we need to apologize for not boycotting Netflix? Not boycotting Netflix. That's what I mean. No. Here's what here's what I think Monique's central issue was. Um, she was ba- it, it, it seemed at the time she was basing it off of funny and relevance overall, right? By far, Monique is a billion times the comedian. Amy, I think it was Amy Schumer she was pointing at. Amy Schumer was. I mean, Monique's worst joke ever when she first started is likely better than anything Amy Schumer could ever come up with. I love Monique as a comedian and artist way more than Amy Schumer. Netflix wasn't saying Amy Schumer was funnier. They were saying Amy Armour Schumer. 
Well, first of all, Amy was white. Okay. That's yeah. first and that's fast. Amy was also wildly more popular than net than uh Monique at the time. I do think Netflix gave her a bogus offer though. Mm. I think she's completely within her right to say that was a bogus offer. I just don't know if I wanted to personally boycott um, the whole thing because there was a couple of things I was watching. You know, at the time I was like, Monique, like, you know. I wonder, did she think this is the only reason why? I don't know. I guess she felt as though, just like Dave Chappelle is saying, boycott my show, which is a little more specific. Right. And it doesn't have as much of a impact on your life. We're boycotting, boycotting, excuse me, an entire app that might be where you get all of your content from. Like if somebody told me, Angel, YouTube's acting up. Boycott YouTube. I'd be like, well, what am I supposed to do with my kids? Like, <laughs> what am my kids supposed to watch? Because they gotta watch their little their little SGTV family and stuff, whatever the heck they watching. So I think because her ask was so much bigger, it feels a little like, whoo, Monique. I, I mean, for me, I was just like, I understand. I feel like they are doing you dirty. Granted, I understand that Netflix is looking strictly at numbers. Yeah. But have to know that numbers are very much so influenced by race, by sexism. Yeah. All that stuff has a huge play. So if that's if numbers is all they look at, black women will always be Amy <laughs> 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 surely is. Black women are always going to be getting the smaller, you know, piece of the pie. If that's all they look at, we always gonna be at the bottom. We always gonna get the smallest shit or number or stuff. Yeah. They eventually are going to have to look outside of that if they want to be like treating people actually fairly. Absolutely. I think also Netflix is starting to understand that cultural relevance is something that doesn't necessarily show up in data. Netflix is a very, and this might not always come out, Netflix is a hugely data driven algorithm machine, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't just pick House of Cards out of thin air. They looked at the data of what people were watching on Netflix and Kevin Spacey was really high, political drama was really high, and David Fincher was really high. So the data told them, let's make a show with this actor in this style with this director and we should have a hit. That's how a lot of their model works. Like the shows, like I was logged into, when I went to a hotel one time, the previous tenant or a previous person hadn't logged out of their Netflix. You know, you can log in and usually they're supposed to check you out. I've seen stuff on, it was a white family. Uh, they had all different type of suggestions on Netflix. I was like, hold on, what this Netflix is? What you talking? Right, right. Whole and Netflix is also a global company. So in Brazil, like did y'all know in Brazil, Everybody Hates Chris is the most popular sitcom of all time? No, wow. Colorism is a big problem in Brazil and they had dark skinned actors. So the Brazilians like really loved all those actors. So Taylor, Taylor, Tyler James Williams, Tyler. Tyler, he had to change his Instagram because all the comments would be in Portuguese. Sashina Arnold's really popular. So the point I, I reason I said that is Netflix is a it's an algorithm based machine, just like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. They're serving you what you think you like. Voices of Fire, that black gospel show came out. Netflix was like, hey, you, you, you like gospel, huh? Hey, man, you know, Jesus, Jesus, I praise his name. We got a show just for you. They're not going to, they might not show that 
to random white woman in Mississippi. They might show her. They must think I'm a heathen. They never recommended that show to me. They were like, this this girl don't know Jesus. That was that chick devils uh, was uh, logged into the net. They only recommend shows about uh, drug dealing to me, and I love them, but still. <laughs> <laughs> The Netflix app is like, man, this this mother of four really likes drug dealing. Uh, really let's keep an eye on this uh, on this IP, please. <laughs> I am building a cartel for my womb. Okay? Listen, those drug dealing shows. The, the thing that's crazy about them, one, they be based off the of true stories and like the amount of bodies that drop because of drugs. Like people be dying all over the place. There be dead bodies all over the place. Ozark, man, people be dying. But you don't have to die with a beach body because your body will be in good shape here over at Beach Body. Beach Body, boy, I tell you, I have body. It's not beach ready. Look, do I have a beach body yet? Oh my God. This ain't a beach body just yet. But I'm working on it. See how I get to, I get to going? You know that some get to going. And if you look closely, Here's the formation of an ab. We got one, two, three, four. Now, this fold over here, this ain't really what you like, okay? This is a problem area for me. This fold over here, that's what I'm trying to kill. Now, this ab is really what I'm trying to set up, and that's why I use Beachbody. Beachbody on demand, it helps me to combat Thanksgiving body. This is the worst time of year for me, guys. I'll tell you right now. Right now is usually where I pack it in for the year. I'm like, all right, Thanksgiving. I'm going to stop working out, stop eating right, and I'll come back around Martin Luther King Day. You know, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's, April Fool's, Summer. Mm -hmm. or Memorial Day. One of those holidays, I'll, I'll start. But this year, it's going to be different. Beachbody's got thousands of at-home workouts to help keep your waistline in check and build healthy habits that survive even the most tempting holiday spread. So right now, I'm just like, to combat my mindset, I'm doing the 21-day fix. I'm doing a little bit of insanity. I've been mixing them up a little bit. I like high impact interval training. So I love insanity. Uh, P90X, those are like, <laughs> right? But they got new programs like Muscle Burns Fat and 80 Day Obsession. You can start every day strong. Hundreds of effective workouts for all fitness levels, including bodybuilding, weight training, cardio, yoga, and HIIT workouts, even dance. You know, Angel, she's my friend. She likes dancing. Workouts as short as 10 minutes that don't require extra equipment. In the time it takes you to drive and park to the gym, which is more than likely closed, at least in L.A., 24-hour fitness ain't even open right now, you still be done working out. Now, listen to this. Check out Beachbody On Demand. You get a special free trial membership. Just text RR. RR. 30 30 30. You'll get full access to the entire platform, all the workouts, nutrition, information, and support. Absolutely free. Just text RR on our 30 30 30. Get the body you deserve with Beach Body. That was a lot of body. It was a oh, lot. Yeah. You know, this is what I love about Melissa Fredericks is that she never makes fun of your body and you putting your body out there. She's just like, that's my husband out here. <laughs> That is why I be bit bad bill, Angel. If she made me feel bad about myself, I would probably guilt work out. But mm -hmm. since she doesn't, I'd be like, man, I'm cool. I'm finna lay down. 
I'm good. I'm I'm fine. I'm good. Uh, All right, let's move on, guys. Yes, because I don't even remember what we were talking about now. Yeah, I think we were talking about Dave Chappelle. I thought it was interesting. This is a little dated right now, but this just kind of shows you where America was a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. A couple of days ago, Joe Biden tweeted, here's the deal. Because President Trump refuses to concede and is delaying the transition, we have to fund it ourselves and need your help. If you're able to chip in, fund the Biden-Harris transition. Okay? I said, Joe, you, you know what Joe just hit us with? Hey, man, I got this new job. Okay, I'm starting January 20th. I got to move from Delaware down to D.C. Bro, I get paid 400 grand. Only problem is I ain't really got the bread to transition. I got to move from, you know, where I live, move my family down there. But I'm going to get this new job. The problem is when you want to borrow money, you should be like, when I get this job, I'm going to pay you back. Joe ain't have no, let me hold 20, I'm going to get you on the 20th, you know what I'm saying? Probably get my first check, you know, first pay period, you know, around Valentine's Day, I'll probably get my first full check. They might pay me for the seven days for the training and stuff. But I get my first full check around Valentine's Day, I got you. He came to us, I said, hey, man, that is not my problem. Joe came to us like this nigga was selling Cutco knives. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, are you scamming me? What are you talking about? Yes. Yes. Somebody in the comments said he asked you if you got a pickup. Hey, man, you know anybody with a pickup truck? No. <laughs> Yo, you're also already rich. That, <laughs> I see the picture of your house. Bro, that is not my problem. No. I know they're supposed to get $6 million when you transition. I said, Joe, don't, hey, don't start this new job begging me already. I did my part. I got voted for you. Now leave me alone. Don't come up. You already asking for money. You ain't even got the job yet. You ain't even got it for real. I'm telling you. Uh, when I saw that, I was like, Mm-mm, no, no, sir. Leave me alone. No, sir. I can't and do you it. Know Christmas coming up, Angel. We got kids. <laughs> he said, listen, if you just let me hold, let me hold like $10. Let me hold. And there's no like, we're going to pay it back. It's no. like, you can have it. <laughs> right. Let me have this money. Josh, you gave him 20 I'm not giving them a man. Honestly, it felt like those voter text messages popped up. Like, how'd you get my phone number, Joe? <laughs> Go send me a GoFundMe link, man. What happened? Big GoFundMe energy, Josh. Oh, big GoFundMe energy. In the, big GoFundMe like, energy. Ain't you the president-elect? Like, what is this? What are you talking about? <laughs> you can't talk- celebrities, bro. Like, no, man, that's not... You PayPal, do a little raise, have a concert. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to give you a dime. It's like you ain't got no money left over from that election. You ain't got no, you didn't pay none of that money from that election. For real? Like, what did you spend? You buying rims, huh? You bought them new knees so you could trot out when you won? Like, where's that money at, Joe? I I better not see Jill and no Gucci or I'm going to know something. I'm going to know something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I saw that tweet and I was just like, mm, two thumbs. Let me just go <laughs> get that off my <laughs> I do not want to hear it, bro. Man. Yeah. Joe Robin, Robinette Biden Jr. <laughs> you don't know black people well. You see, you thought you knew us. Um... You came out the gate I asking for money. Like really, I, I that's a good question. What happened to those campaign funds? 
he can't have been at zero. That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to be at zero, or it actually like it belongs to the the committee to elect Joe Biden. It stays in that account, and that money can only be used towards election stuff. So he can't say, "Let me hold a little something from the from the thing." Not without it being illegal and him being indicted on some sort of charges and whatnot and what for. But yeah, it's just like. Yo, I'm sure Kamala was like, I don't think you should do it, Joe. Hey, man. I don't listen, think they're going to say yes. I bet you Kamala was like, I ain't going to hold you, bro. I ain't even got it. <laughs> I ain't even got it, Joe. Okay, they did everything. They did the setup and they did the takedown. I don't think they're going <laughs> to do nothing else. I was surprised they had the crafty. They had the little hors out there. Who paid for that? Joe, was that the administration? Joe right. Biden said, man, help me move in, bro. I'm going to buy you a pizza. Like, bro, I don't do that no more. We don't do that, bro. We don't, I just we need don't. help with the offload. I'll, I'll take care of the rest. Just put it in the garage. Just put it oh. in the garage. It's just so funny because it was like, it was just like, listen, I he won't let me do what I want to do. So can you, it's like we're his parents. Can you give me money so I can do what I want to do? Because he won't let me. And it's just like, Y'all got to figure that out. Like what I have to do with the twins sometimes when they come to me and they're like, mommy, Kai hit me. And size like, no, y'all figure it out. I got things to do. Don't come to me with every single last one of your problems. That's what I felt like when I saw that from Joe. Y'all figure it out. Stop acting stupid. <laughs> Why are you watching the president-elect? Yeah, because that's what I said. You talk to him and make him do it. Stop bringing me all your problems. Huh. Like, man, I'd be like... <laughs> I low-key be so embarrassed sometimes. I'd be like, bro, I ain't never in all my nearly 40 years of life had the president ask for money for four years, win the job, and then ask for more money to go in. <laughs> let me alone. Leave me alone. No. Paycheck advance. We are not a pay. <laughs> He's right. like, listen, go to the payday loans. Get that 400 That's what y'all expect us to do. Payday loan. This is like, no. No, get an advance upon a laptop. You better know what it's like. You always talk about red blooded Americans. Now you know you in between paycheck to paycheck. You've got to figure it out. We got to figure it out every day. And is he coming? Is he coming back around next month for the first two? I don't know. Like right, now, man. Oh, he asked what we've had these bills. You're new here. You're new. That said, I got a new job, but the old dude, he won't leave. I'm supposed to have that apartment. I'm supposed to have that one. They said I had that house. The previous Trump. So just yesterday, we're shooting this on Tuesday, just yesterday. And by the way, I don't want to give Trump credit for anything, but I can thank him. I've learned more about our political body, how it works. Apparently, the way it works is some organization called the GSA looks at the president elect the votes, the electoral college, and then they unlock funds by recommending like the transition funds, which is like $6.1 million, I believe. And that person is the one who says, you know, here, usually what happens is the president who loses the election concedes. And then that happens. Or in the case of like Gore Bush in 2000, they had all these recounts to all the way up to like December 11th. But once that was over, uh, Gore conceded. And then the people are like, all right, bro, here's your little bread. The woman who was over that is a Republican and she wasn't conceding. She wasn't going to do it until uh, Trump conceded. 
So, so yesterday, her name is Emily something. Yesterday, they were like, okay, Emily Murphy, that's her name. They're like, hey, we need you to come up to this hearing because you see he doesn't ask for recounts in three states. He just continues to lose in the states mm -hmm. he asks for recounts. Uh, you're going to have to answer some questions. Come on. Five hours later, she had written a letter. Hey, you know what, y'all? I ain't even going to hold y'all. We go go ahead and unlock the little funds. I was trying to hold out and see what my partner had. You know, I thought he had the baby joker. He don't have no spades. He, he, he came here talking about he had five books. He don't have no spades. Obviously, we're going to get set. I'm not going to be coming to no hearing. Uh, here's yeah. a little let me let go of this little money because I am not supposed to be famous and everybody on Twitter knows my name. I ain't signed up for that. Here go y'all little money. And Trump is still not conceding. He's like, go. Trump, his, his framing of this was like, we are giving uh, the GSA and Emily Murphy because she's a Republican. We're going to give her, you know, just because she's been through so much, she get death threats, this and that. Just go ahead and unlock the funds and we'll find another way. The thing is, he's never going to concede, Kevin. Even the day that he leaves the White House for good, which he will, he will have no choice. He will live, leave in, what is that, January. He still want to be like, I won the election. I don't think there's oh, yeah. any, I don't think the language is going to change. I don't care what the numbers look like. He's going to be like, this is fraud. This is all fraudulent. Uh, I actually won. There was voter, you know, suppression, the, the election, you know, all the stuff that he says now. I don't think there'll ever be a, a conceding that happens. So I'm not even looking for it. I'm just waiting on the day. No. That Do you think Trump will go away, though? Yeah. You think so? And in the world of politics, absolutely. Because he wasn't involved in the world of politics prior to running for the election. So I don't think he will still feel the need to be vocal in the world of politics. He'll still be the same vocal person that he was doing whatever bad business deals he was doing before. Tweeting but I stuff. Yeah, I think he'll still be doing that, being an instigator, being an internet troll. But I don't think he's going to have his hand in politics as much as uh, he did. I don't like I know people are saying uh, he's going to run again. I don't, I don't think he will. I don't think he will. I honestly don't. I think he ran the first time to prove a point. That point has been proven. I, I don't know if his ego can stand losing again. The thing that's the funniest about this that Trump, he has no answer for. Every legal vote for Trump. I mean, every vote for Trump is legal and perfect and safe. 79 million. Every vote for Biden, no, nothing was real. And he was robbed. We didn't have the unlookers. And there was that unlooking. Everything is fake. And the middle of the ballots, they was like, we should do, do a do-over. Just get off the table, bro. Y'all lost. You over here arguing about a book from three hands ago. Get off the table. Y'all lost. So anyway, I want to move on to this story because it got pushed down the dock because of Dave Chappelle. I don't even, we cannot show this video. We can't. We can't even show a screenshot. But for Patreon, I want y'all to vote. Do you really want to see this? And I'll tell you what it is first. This man in Chicago got a mold of his girlfriend's coochie lips and turned it into a chain mm -hmm. that wraps around his neck. This is a lot. This is a lot. I don't want to really show y'all 
Uh, I'm not gonna put it up, and Josh, you know, we gonna get our thing to, 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 uh, taken down. Oh, yeah, it's about to be a wrap. See, y'all are just ridiculous. Everybody say, yeah, I want to see it. Y'all is just something. Else. My my question, because it was decent size, is it a is it true to scale? <laughs> I, I want. I'm, I'm curious. You like is this is this the size that she rolling with? Okay. I don't. How did she? Sit, how long did she have to sit with that mold on her oh, vagina? Like that's a good I mean, question. And these they gotta like put it in the folds in order for it to capsulize the whole shebang. Like I've gotten like goads of my teeth done before. That I was comfortable. I'm just yeah. beyond. You gotta sit. What if you get gas? Like do you have to read. You have to restart when you gotta let one. You know, I don't know. Like, you gotta pee. Like, okay, I put it in the chat for you guys, the Patreon. Look yeah. at your own risk. If it ain't your type of party, do not look because it's a whole coochie. The someone would say it's the clip for him. It's a lot. It looks like an alien. <laughs> it's so weird, separated from the body like that. <laughs> it's like it's supposed to be. Like, it's supposed to be skin. You know what I'm saying? So seeing it in gold form, it looks. It, it looks like an alien. It looks like something that would kill me in the middle of the night. That's what it looks like. Listen, like the I'm back of a cobra. It's like <laughs> it's such a weird. It's such a weird thing to to have on a chain. And then the chain is gold nuggets. It looks like little doo doo balls. But that also just makes it even less. Or is that like over? Is that supposed to be like ovaries or eggs? Like, there's a lot of things going on here. I would not. Take, I would not want this to happen. I would be flattered. <laughs> not gonna lie, I'd be like, You went and put it and go, like, are you like 24 karat? Like, what are we talking about? Because, like, I, I mean, I get like what you're saying, but at the same time, I also don't think I would want my coochie like just out, it's just out in the wind, it has no protection. It's no. cold outside. That's how you get a yeast infection. <laughs> this is made with a take-home kit. You know, you gotta be you gotta be doing something. It's it's corona. If you're not going inside of an office, you might have to do it outside. That's that yeast. Like I just and this is a freshly waxed coochie. Like that is just a lot having to have to happen. And I who's got I don't have time for it. Again, flattered. I would definitely be the chick that would be like. You trying to be married. You trying not to have me go nowhere. Like this is way more commitment than a wedding ring in my It opinion. literally is. Somebody in the Patreon said uh if they break up, does he get to keep the keep it? I guess so. Mm. I mean, if he paid for it, like I what what's she gonna do with it? She gonna wear it? Like <laughs> oh, you know, that's even weirder. Wear your own. This is my coochie. See? No, but like in her drawers, not on her neck. Like, is she gonna like wear it as a cap, like a coochie cap? Like you a gold grill for the cat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I would think he would get to keep it, but like, and do you look at it as a woman? Because like, as a woman, you unless you put a mirror down there, you're not getting this view of no. your coochie. So like, I also would be really like looking at it, like it do that. What's <laughs> that? Stop getting close to the camera. <laughs> you see that on there? What is that? <laughs> you see that all the time. That's what I would be like. 
Is that there all the time? <laughs> it is. Do you like it? Do you like it over there? Because that seems so weird. That, does it over there do this? Does it? Angel, <laughs> I'd be like, what they do? What they be doing when we be doing the stuff? Does that move or does that stay where it's at? Does that flip up? Is that what you be touching? I like it when you touch that. They're having a whole sex lesson. So let me tell you, when you be touching on this part right here, that'd be nice. But when you over here, I'd be like, sir, it's too rough. You too rough. So if you can stay in this area, yes, right there. Mm-hmm. Ah! <laughs> oh, we need a gold version of that coochie puppet you were playing with, Kev. Veronica. <laughs> 24 coochie magic in the air. Look out. Yeah, okay. I can imagine. Would you be upset if Melissa was like, Kevin, I know what I want for Christmas. I want a peen chain. I would want, I, I no, I would be upset. I, 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 <laughs> I would, we can do another uh, parody music video that uh, do your chain hang low, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you got, for me, I'm listen, you know, bless God. I love my body and stuff, but you got to, it's like a whole package that you, Hey, the, don't just look at this alone. You got to, he's a good father. He's loving. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't, you can't just, yeah, you can't take it out. You know, out of, if you just have it out there, it's out of context. You need the whole context. You know, yeah. he, he's ambitious, you know, all, all the stuff he's, it can't be just just that by itself. That don't paint a good picture of everything. You gotta. What if it's like? What if it's like those friendship necklaces with the with the his and hers? You know, and they they join together when you put them <laughs> next to each other, and they got the names engraved on them with the anniversary date. You know, that's I don't know. This could be a thing. I don't. <laughs> with your powers combined, we are Captain Planet. <laughs> Nah, man, you gotta say, mine. You gotta say, we known each other since high school. This got just some qualifying statements need to be said first. Oh yeah, it's like when you go buy an old used car, you don't just show it to them first. You're like, okay, listen, now got a lot of miles on it. Okay, the AC don't work, but it runs good, and at this price, it's a deal. You can't just say drive this. You know, they might think they're getting right. a regular strong car. Right. You gotta, you gotta take it within context. Yeah, no. I feel like this dude's cheated before, though. Oh yeah, look, girl, why would I? I got your coochie. This is all I can. Right. I, I tell everybody. <laughs> he over there doing it to somebody else. The chains beating them in the back of the head. He's like, click it. <laughs> Don't worry about it, girl. He's like, he's got a, he's got a box of these. Actually, he just got a couple different pennants. He's like, this this is yours. This ain't you. Not Right. No, you know I ain't got no landing strip. Whose coochie is that on your neck? Whose coochie? We're laughing now, but but Tiffany's next year is going to sell the charm bracelets with a bunch of little coochies and teens all over the place, man. Can you imagine? Here at Tiffany's, dazzle her with her own coochie right now for Mother's Day. <laughs> Get your baby's mother's coochie around your bracelet. You'll Get never... Encrusted coochie, but not the way you think. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Now, see, y'all be saying I crossed the line, but y'all were on this line with me, so I don't want y'all coming. No, they right here. The stage no. crew is right there. I'm talking about Kev on stage. Me? Yeah, y'all oh. were the ones that were like, Angel, you be over the state line. I be darn. I feel like we both in the same zip code. As soon as we talked about molded cooch on a diamond on a on a gold necklace, this episode was a wash for any type of paid advertisements from YouTube. Oh yeah, it was that. That's oh. why the, the the portal opened. The portal uh, opened. Yeah, but I mean, you put it in the docket. You put a uh, yeah. I put go. it in the docket. I put it in the docket. I saved the best for the docket. Also in the docket because Thanksgiving is tomorrow as it's aired. I want to hear from you guys. This is a this or that. Thanksgiving edition. I'd like to know you guys' choices. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ham or turkey, Josh and Angel? Ham. I don't eat ham, turkey. I I, I want to qualify this. What? A, if it's a fried turkey. Come on, say it. Turkey. Okay. If it's a fried fried turkey done right, that's mm. all really, I need Marcus to, to let me some to the side, Angel, if you wouldn't mind passing that message to him. <laughs> Just let me a little bit to the side. I'm gonna come by. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just pick that up. You know, I'm just pick up a little, little bit of turkey. Yeah, but baked turkey from Thanksgiving is just—it is not my favorite. I nobody's favorite. It's dry. Yeah, it's just dry, and I just don't I, like it. But there was probably about six, seven years in a row where I didn't even eat the turkey until I was introduced to fried turkey, and then I, I came back. Fried turkey is amazing, especially when you make a little sandwich with it afterwards. But what's the next? I'm sorry, what's the next? This is that we're gonna sit here and talk about fried turkey. Stuffing or dressing? A white person probably made this list. Let me tell you, I did. No, no, no. I did a a, a survey last year on Instagram, and there's not a consensus about what stuffing and dressing is. There's not a consensus amongst black people. So when people Yes, because people are like, no, there's ultimately a difference. And I was getting definitions from uh, from different people, and then there was a lot of people who see it as the same. I just see I've it heard as- the you know? I fought this fight a while too. I've heard the difference is that stuffing is stuffed inside of the turkey, mm-hmm. uh, and dressing is baked outside. But then I've heard some people just make stuffing and call it stuffing. I've heard that it's depending on where you're from, but I heard cornbread or bread crumbs. I- yeah. To me, when I think of dressing, it's cornbread dressing. Um, um, and stuffing to me is like stovetop stuffing. And they have those very distinct flavors to me. As long as it's good, I don't care. I don't care what it's called. It could be called, uh, I don't know, pillowcases, as long as it tastes good. So y'all picking dressing, Josh? I'm picking dressing. I know crazy, is there a lot of stuff in Mexican culture that you guys have at Thanksgiving that isn't what you know traditionally is had? Not really. There might be like and some occasional tamales, but for the most part, it's it's Thanksgiving food. Um, Y'all don't have no pozole. Not really. Maybe for like a meal around it, pozole is kind of a holiday. I like uh, green pozole personally. I'm no, just more. Tell me what pozole is. What is pozole? So pozole, for the most part, it's it's the base of it is a soup, but it's got hominy and uh, for the most part chicken in it, in, in mm-hmm. the the green elements that I like. And then you'll usually have it with like a uh, like a tostada, which is like the the flat fried. Um, mm-hmm. But they like it's it's a big tortilla chip, pretty much. So you do yeah, that. I know. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's okay, good. next up, sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie. 
You know I'm over here on that sweet potato pie. Don't bring no pumpkin. No. Josh, do you have a dog in this fight? You know, can we <gasps> Danny, a.k.a. Stovetop Kisses, <laughs> potato pie, pumpkin pie hybrid, because that was probably the best pie I've ever had in my entire life. I that think Cheeks is going to be amazing. It's Blade. It's a daywalker vampire, but he can walk during the day. That was the best of both worlds. I feel like that pie can solve race relations. I don't think the episode, mm -hmm. the episode airs next on Melissa's Instagram, mm -hmm. but this thing was just utterly uh, amazing. Okay, I'm taking uh, pumpkin pie. Don't at me. If I had to pick, I would say pumpkin pie. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, that's why I said he's trying to stay pumpkin. The sweet potato pie lovers. I'll hold it down. I like sweet potato pie. You just said you'd rather have pumpkin, and I'm saying I'll hold it together for the sweet but potato. If you ask me if I'd rather have chocolate ice cream or vanilla, I'd rather have chocolate, but I also will eat vanilla. I don't know how many times I have to say this. But this is not what the questions you're asking. You're asking this or that, and you gave your that. Okay, Angel, take it easy. Roll or cornbread? Ooh. Are the uh, rolls sweet? Uh, like Hawaiian sweet rolls, you mean? Yes, but more buttery. I like a buttery roll. They can be the best of both worlds. It can be the best cornbread versus the best thing a roll can be. Rolls, baby. Rolls, baby, rolls. I think rolls, too. One of the things, and this is, one of, this is probably the thing I'm the most sad about by my grandma not being able to come for Thanksgiving. She always break, bakes fresh bread for Thanksgiving. And she do not be baking bread like that no more. She only, she used to do it more, but then she just was like, okay, I'm just doing it on Thanksgiving. It's too much work and y'all gotta be quiet and the bread be falling and all that stuff. And I'm not gonna have that. And I don't feel like people be breaking. Like, I don't expect Melissa to learn how to bake bread just cause I'm sad. So I'm gonna go with rolls for that reason. Yes, yes. I'm gonna match you guys with rolls as well. Yeah. Okay. Macy's Day Parade or football? I mean, I haven't watched the Macy's Day Parade in forever, but it would used to be. It used to be fun to watch. I've never been a football head. I remember when my school got to go. I, I had already graduated, but they got to perform, and then I realized who wants to be out there in the cold. <laughs> oh, I'm going football. I'm going football too. I the the parade. Uh, Y'all ain't came up with a new balloon in years. Yeah, it's all right, that's Mickey again. Man. Yeah, he's still floating. Yeah. Uh, Black Friday or Cyber Monday? Listen, ain't nobody going shopping this year. It's cyber everything. Cyber Monday for me. <laughs> I miss Black Friday. It used to be a tradition in our family. We would wake up at insane times in the morning, two a.m. No. Standing, oh, my favorite thing to do to go stand really? at a TV or an electronic. Oh, I'm in. I hate Black Friday. I always have. I actually hate the mall during Christmas season. I don't like to be around a whole bunch of people and a lot of rambunctiousness. Just, just a lot of shoving and hot air. And, and I hate it. I would rather pay full price. And this is not since I've been doing okay in life. Even back when I needed Black Friday, I just, I'm not going to be up here huffing and puffing no, for no TV. I'm not going to do it. It's so much fun. like to do it. When we went to El Paso a couple years ago, her and my cousin went, they had me drive. I sat in the car. I was just, the sky looked like a mar. Yeah. You poor blacks. Okay, <laughs> that's it for this or that. This is the last thing I want to talk about. There's a, I saw this 
map of the most popular Thanksgiving side. Me and Melissa were arguing about this. Oh, I saw this too, bro. I okay, take it easy, Josh. Take it easy. First question I want to ask you guys: Do mashed potatoes belong at Thanksgiving dinner? Mm. Oh, at all? At all? Yes. At all? Yes. Okay, Melissa does not believe you should have mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving dinner because you have sweet potatoes. Why? I don't know why. She just feels like that should be initially before. The turkey was mixed with the gravy. The gravy was there for the mashed potatoes. I feel like the gravy for me, turkey has always been with the dressing with the gravy. And that takes mm-hmm. the place of the takes the place of the mashed potato. I have been to some people's house that have mashed potatoes. I don't mind it because I like mashed potatoes, but I also don't I don't need mashed potatoes to be at Thanksgiving. Oh my God. What is going on? In okay, the so here's the most popular by region. West Coast outside of Oregon, mashed potatoes is the most popular. That's not accurate. Right. <laughs> In Oregon, it's biscuits from Arizona through Texas and parts of the middle United States. It's green bean casserole. I've never had green bean casserole. Green bean casserole is fire, though, bro. Really? Yes. I'm sure if it's made right, it's good because mm. you're doing it with like a uh, cream of mushroom mm. and the, the green beans and stuff. I'm sure it's good. I don't make it, though. I don't, I've never had it. I've seen it on the back of a lot of cream of mushroom soup cans. So I thought that's kind of like cream of mushrooms. Like, bro, we ain't really a soup of our own volition. You got to mix us with stuff to make a casserole. You never see nobody ordering the cream of mushroom soup. I do like broccoli casserole, but I don't necessarily make it, um, eat it on Thanksgiving. Melissa makes a really good broccoli casserole. Okay. In Idaho or the United States without the names, some of them in the top, they start to look together. Wyoming. It's fuzzy. You're doing great. I don't know what's what. You could have told me uh, made up the state. Now I've been like, "Uh uh-huh, South Dakota. Yes. (laughs) Brown gravy is there. I believe this is in Wyoming. Crescent rolls is in South Dakota. It's the most popular side. I I haven't had a crescent roll on on Thanksgiving ever. Ever. Never have I ever. That's that's North South Dakota, man. I don't even I sometimes I thought South Dakota was a myth. I don't really you don't ever hear people coming out of South Dakota. <laughs> then uh in Oklahoma and uh I don't know what that is, but rolls, it makes a popular choice. Um here's one interesting. In uh Kansas, it's creamed corn. Yeah, I don't like corn at all. My mother-in-law does fix a cream corn that my boys love, but we don't. That's not something that she's allowed to fix for Thanksgiving. That's not. I don't think I've ever craved. This is Is most. I don't think I've ever craved cream corn ever. I don't like corn. You don't like no kind of corn. I don't like corn. Mm -mm. Really, not even elote. I don't even know what that is, but I'm sure I wouldn't like it. Oh, you you be hearing the the dudes with the with the bells outside or the oh man, would people just be eating corn with mayonnaise and yeah, that's fire with the with the parmesan cheese and the and the cheese on the thing? Stop, Angel! You that, can't reduce it to corn with mayonnaise. That make it sound weird. It's a whole thing. Oh, it's, it's weird. It's a weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Josh. I love you. That is nasty. That's what you get for choosing pumpkin pie today. But we're back on one accord. Okay. I propose the hybrid. I don't. Angel, in your home state of Kentucky, well, I know you're from Baltimore and Kentucky. Sweet potato casserole. It does not say that. That's that's Tennessee. 
That is Tennessee. Kentucky is broccoli casserole. Which I don't know to be true. I do fix broccoli casserole here for Thanksgiving, but that was a tradition I started here. I don't recall. Andrew, you are grown. If you have your own traditions you started, that is when you grown. Listen, I've hosted Thanksgiving for 10 years. This is be the first time that, no, no, not 10, 14. This will be the first year that I'm just hosting my family. Wow. I'm so hungry now. I want the no, food. I haven't eaten yet. It's almost Me noon. I got All down the South, this is where I know my Black people, from Georgia up through Baltimore, it's all macaroni and cheese. This is probably See? the only thing. This macaroni and cheese, I feel like, I don't know why that's not everybody's favorite. I feel like that's the first thing I put on my plate for Thanksgiving. That's the first thing I look at to see what it's looking like this year. Yes. I peach that foil and I get ah, every time. <laughs> Man. It's exciting. You, you know, that is the only good thing about this COVID Thanksgiving is now that I'm not uh, having uh, hosted anybody. I can play around with some stuff. I've been wanting to, you know, you don't, you don't like to try out new things when you're doing Thanksgiving. You need to go with your hitters and that's it. Like, don't be out here trying to dibble and dabble and stuff. But this year I can see, I've been wanting to play around with the macaroni and cheese. What are you going to do, Angel? No, I mean, I'm still going to do the traditional stuff. I just want to play with like percentages, like how much or different cheeses, like which cheeses can I add to this? You know Melissa what I'm saying? Does that too on her personal Mac for us? She messed. She the last time she she added smoked Gouda, which was an amazing addition mm. to uh, the macaroni and cheese. But if she were making it for people, you she doing standard. You know, black people and, and macaroni and cheese, they don't like no surprises. Right? They don't. They don't like no surprises. But this year, since it's just gonna be these boys, they about to get something different. I'm gonna be like, let's see how this go. So interestingly enough, two things are interesting. I believe this is Maine, but it's a side salad, which I didn't. I don't even have that. Like that's why nobody visits them in a way. They just disconnect them. But no states is is collard greens the most popular Thanksgiving side. I can I can believe it. Collard greens, I love, and we have them for every Thanksgiving. But now they're just I. We eat those so much throughout the year. It's not like. Oh, when I get to Thanksgiving, I finally get to have some greens. I had greens last week. I had cabbage last week. <laughs> but I don't be fixing no like sweet potatoes, like or as they call it on here, sweet potato casserole. I don't be fixing that unless it is Thanksgiving. I love sweet potato casserole. You I like really marshmallows. Yes. He said, give it to me. I remember when my aunt started doing that. And I was like, what in the white people world is going on? I did not know what that was all about. And I heard, oh, black people do this? I thought it was a white thing. I didn't even know. (laughs) Are you wearing a house dress? You are a black mother. (laughs) I love it. Somebody's mama. I actually put it specifically on for the podcast. This is not what I had on. I had on a robe and a hair bonnet. And then it was like 9.54. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to get dressed for the show. It's, <laughs> it is a moo-moo. It is a caftan, I think is what they call it. 
This is like now to tell you, this is I'm telling you, only fans quality. You see that embroidery? Come on, embroidery. You see that? This looks like it was made by somebody in like on there. They were sitting down in a village or something. Come That's on. A great question, Angel. Is this one one of your friend's mom? Oh no, they were not. These this is quality. The one that I got from my friend's mom, they were very, you know, cheaper and comfortable, but I upgraded. I went and bought a couple of really nice ones. Where do you get house dresses from? You know, the, the discount stores, TJ Maxx, Marshall. You can upgrade to a Nordstrom Rack. And let me they tell you. a Nordstrom Rack? Yeah. Caftans calf are amazing. I'll be wearing these to the bus stop when little Marcus go to school, and I get compliments. They'd be like, Angel, where'd you get that from? I'd be like, you know, yeah, my boutique, special little boutique I went to. And some of them, I'm going to be honest, let's, not to tell all my business, some of them, they real nice fabric. So even though it's a moo-moo and not the sexiest, it still gives that, you know, we can smash at any time type of vibe. You get what I'm like that? Because <laughs> it's satiny. It gives a nice silhouette. That's not that's what the old the ones that from my friends did grandma they didn't give that good silhouette. This is that. Oh, there's plenty of grandma has been taken down in a in a caftan. Listen, because uh, it's easy access. It's easy it to just hike that up. That's all my great grandma Jack. I don't think she had any other clothes. She only had the finest of house dresses. Angel don't. She just got 40, but she also been 40 for 20 years. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> All right. Well, bless y'all so much. We are so grateful for you. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Please check out the, the Keep Your Distance Thanksgiving special. Clean for the whole family. Yes. That, watch that. Um, uh, Patreon, we love you. Thank you for watching live with us. Mm -hmm. And we will see you guys next week. Stay safe. Bye. All right, y'all. There's another thing of fire. Here's another one. Yeah. Here's another thing of fire. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another thing of fire. Fire. Uh, uh, uh. Here's another thing of fire. Uh, with my boy Kevin Stay. And that chick angel.